Welcome once again to another edition of the Biblical Resolutions Podcast, brought to you by the House of Jacob Bible Study Class, located at 2515 East 75th Street in Chicago, Illinois. And I want to remind the listeners to please follow the Biblical Resolutions Podcast by going to our podcast page, which is hojbible.podbean.com. You can also go to the House of Jacob Bible Study Classes website, which is thehouseofjacob.org, thehouseofjacob.org. You can also listen to this podcast on Spotify. You can also listen to it on iTunes. And if you follow us on iTunes, please leave a review because it helps our rank. It helps the ranking of the podcast on iTunes. So I want to introduce the brothers, and we have the usual cast today. We have Brother Solomon, Brother Ahissamak, and we also have Brother Benaya. And this is episode number 11, where we are talking about seduction and being led astray. Seduced and being led astray. And this is sort of Uh, similar to the podcast we did on deception and manipulation. But we're going to look at it, you know, from a little bit, a little different angle today, you know, because the book talks about being seduced, but you you have being seduced. uh, You can, it's it's all mental. Let me say it's all mental, but some of it is being, you can be, be seduced into doing, things according to the flesh but then there's a spiritual seduction uh that comes from doctrine bad doctrine false doctrine it comes from people who are supposed to be uh what you would call a spiritual leader uh they seduce people because of their position people hang on every word they say so you know, being seduced and led astray is is a topic that, you know, we need to look at and we need to see, you know, how that happens. Because there's a lot of things out here that are designed to pull you away from the word of God. And we, we gotta be aware of those things. We can't we can't be ignorant to Satan's devices. We can't be ignorant to, you know, all the all the other things that are are in the world that man does to try to, you know, pull us away from the truth because we fighting a spiritual battle. So we have to know about every, you know, to, to the best of our ability, we have to know about every aspect, every avenue of the, of these things. So, uh, brother Benai, do you have the uh, definition of seduced or seduction? Uh, yes, the definition of seduction or seduce. The, this is from the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. And the definition of seduce, it's a transitive verb, it, and it implies an action. Uh, to persuade, to disobedience or disloyalty. That is sense one of the word. To persuade, to disobedience or disloyalty. To lead astray, usually by persuasion or false promises to carry out a physical uh, seduction of or to entice sexually. 
And those are three senses of the word seduce. Thank you, brother. So we are looking at, again, we looking at seduced or, or seduction. It is persuasion. It is to lead you astray. That's, that's, that's what the definition definition of it is. And to lead you to do something that ain't right or to lead you into some sexual act. And that's what most people think when they think of seduction, they think of it as, you know, 100% being something sexual. But when we coming from the scriptures, you got to understand that this being seduced, uh, is very much so a spiritual thing also because seduction it starts in the mind whether it leads to some sexual act or it leads to some some act of disobedience or something like that it's all something that's mental somebody is trying to persuade you to do something so it's something that's being some seed that's being planted in the mind and somebody's going to plant that seed in your mind and they're going to work on it and work on it until they can seduce you or they can draw you away to do something. But we're going to look at it from the physical side first, because that's what that's what everybody understands. Everybody understands the the, the physical or the natural side of it. But we're going to look at uh, seduction and we're going to see how a strange woman, the book called the Bible calls her a strange woman, uh, which is also a harlot, how she seduces a man into sin, which, which, which leads to death because we need to understand how this comes about. What are the devices that a strange woman will use to seduce a man? Because we gotta be, we gotta be real. It's it's a lot of women out here who, you know, could care less if 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 a man got a wife, or they don't even care if, if that woman don't care if she got a husband. It's some women out here that just they'll sleep around. You know, and a lot of times when you're a brother that's married and you're not walking around hitting on women and you just minding your business, you usually the one that these strange women gonna come after because you're a challenge to them. You know, you're not in their face. You're not trying to get with them. So they figure like, Hey, you know, let me see if I can, let me see if I can, if I can get this dude, you know, it's not only men doing that to women, you know, men, you know, men who, who, who are, uh, men who, who just who big fornicators and, and, and adulterers. Yeah. They, they do that too. You know, they look for women and they they look for the one ones they think they can they can over they can persuade them, seduce them. But women do the same thing. And as a as if you a man and you the head of a household, you have to understand what to look out for. So that's what we're gonna do first. We're gonna go to Proverbs seven. And we're gonna skip around, brother. I hope you can read my writing, but we're gonna skip around pretty, pretty uh we're going to skip around a lot, but we're going to go to Proverbs 7, and we really want to break this down so that the brothers can understand, you know, how this strange woman will seduce you if you're not, if you're not on guard. If you drop your guard, I don't care how much you know, how many scriptures you can quote, 
If you drop your guard, you'll be in trouble, especially when you can't recognize what's happening to you. Uh, Proverbs 7 and, and read verse 1, brother. My son, keep my words and lay up my commandments with thee. Go ahead. Keep, keep my commandments and live, and my law is the apple of thine eye. So the first thing he's letting them know is keep keep his commandments because this is the foundation of your knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. It is the commandments of God. Skip down to verse five. That they may keep thee from the strange woman, from the stranger which flattereth with her words. So now this this is going to keep you from this strange woman. Uh, uh, Keep reading, brother. Read through the verse six. From the stranger which flattereth with her words. For so hold on, I'm sorry. The first thing, the first thing we need to understand She's going to flatter you with words because this is how seduction, this is how it's going to start. She's going to tell you how good you look. She's going to tell you you got a nice body. She's going to flatter your ego. Man got an ego. That's how, that, that, that's, that's, that's the number one thing. She's going to have some smooth words, some flattering words. That's going to make you feel good. Go ahead. For at the window of my house, I looked through my casements. And beheld among the simple ones, I discerned among the youths a young man void of understanding. So he said, "Look, he discerned. He discerned a man void of understanding. Why? Because this man's gonna get caught up with this strange woman." Skip down to verse ten. Go ahead. And behold, there met him a woman with the attire of an harlot, and subtle of heart. So now, not only not only that, she is subtle of heart. So. Subtle of heart means complex or it means that you sitting back and you got all of these different, uh, you got all these different devices, all these different schemes, and you can, you can kind of hide it. It's not, it's not clear right away. It's, it's very subtle, but this is what's in this one. This is what's in her heart. She's subtle of heart. So she's going to lure you in. The first thing is with flattering words, but he's letting you know she is subtle of heart, but she's, she's, she's dressed with the attire of an harlot. How do harlots dress? They show it. They show in their body, right? That's what's going to draw you in. You're going to see, you're going to see something. You're going to see this woman with a nice body. And, and that's, that's, that's drawing you in, right? That's, that's grabbing your attention. All of these little things that we're reading, this is how this seduction turns into you doing something you have no business doing. Flattering words. She's got this heartless attire, but she's subtle of heart. You might not recognize it right at the moment, at first, but if you keep entertaining this woman, what's going to happen is, is you're going to get sucked in. You're going to get drawn in. Uh Skip down to verse, uh, I'm sorry, read verse 11, brother, because we, we still looking at the characteristics. Read verse 11. Do you mind if I just add something for that subtle of heart? Go ahead, brother. All right, just to, um, clear, just to add something to it, um, subtlety is craftiness. So she's crafty, like you were saying, um, as far as her intentions or how she does things, she's crafty. She's doing things with, in intelligibly it's not that she's doing it just by chance or happenstance she's doing things craftily but now you wanted me to go ahead on down to kill with 11 yes sir 
She is loud and stubborn. Her feet abide not in her house. Now she is loud and stubborn. The Lord is laying inside. He's giving you the characteristics of this strange woman. You know, as a man, you like a woman that's feisty, you know, because that, that attracts a lot, a lot of males. This woman is feisty, you know, she can't, but it's all good until, you know, they curse you out in public or something, you know, then, then, then the feistiness, then you ain't going to like it, but that's, what's going to draw you in because she is, she is kind of loud. She's outspoken. She might, she might talk kind of dirty or whatever. Um, you know, she, she, she's stubborn, you know, she, she's going to play the role. Like, you know, she's, she's resisting, she's resisting any advance that, that a man got for us. Like she ain't paying attention to him. She's loud and stubborn, but this is, this is what attracts, this is what attracts men to women. But this woman, here is one you don't want to be dealing with, but this is, this is how the seduction happens. Cause when you trying to talk to a woman and she ain't giving you the time of day, a lot of times that just make you try even harder because that's a challenge to you. So she's going to play stubborn. She's going to be loud, feisty, and that's going to get you excited. That's going to, that's going to make you perk up. And, and now, now you all tuned in to this woman who is really a harlot and who's going to lead you to death. We're going to read it though. Skip down to verse 13 and let's see what this woman did to this, 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 this young man that was void of understanding. So she caught him and kissed him and with an impotent face said unto him, I have peace offerings with me this day. I have paid my vows. Uh huh. Therefore oh, yeah. came I forth to meet thee diligently to seek thy face. And I found thee. So look, it's all about you. You all I've been thinking about. She gonna make you feel like you the only you the only man she got eyes for. But this is Harley though. Understand, this is Harley. But she gonna make you think, man. I've been looking for you. I don't know for how long. You the you all I see. Right, flattering words. She's sucking you in. She's seducing you before you even do anything physical. You being seduced. Go ahead. Therefore came I forth to meet thee, diligently to seek thy face, and I have found thee. Uh -huh. I have decked my bed with coverings of tapestry and carved works with fine linen of Egypt. Uh huh. I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. So now she's smelling good too. Now the average brother, you you finished because you've been. You done, you, you done had the, she done stroked your ego with all the flattering words. She's showing you what, she's showing you her goods. She's been telling you, she's been looking for you. Now she's smelling good. The average brother is finished. He cooked, he cooked well done. Because now you've been seduced. What verse is that, brother? Verse 17, skip down to verse, uh, skip down to, uh, Verse 21, go here. With her much fair speech, she caused him to yield. With the flattering of her lips, she forced him. So she, all of that caused him to yield. In other words, she broke him down. Go here, verse 22. He goeth after her straightway as an ox goeth to the slaughter or as a fool to the correction of the stocks. 
So his brain is turned off, as Brother Hissamak likes to say. His brain is turned off. He threw. He like he he like an ox going to the slaughterhouse. You know, he he finished. He 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 has been seduced and he going straightway into a trap. Skip down to verse 27, brother. Her house is the way to hell, going down to the chambers of death. So we skipped around because I, I didn't want to read every little every, every verse in this, but it she also told him that hey, you know, her husband, he wasn't he wasn't at home. So let's, you know, uh uh what she said, the good man is not at home. He has gone a long journey. But 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 he ain't there. So, you know, while he gone, you we could come in and do what we need to do. But her house is the way to hell. See all the all the all the smell good, all the provocative clothing. You know, the stubbornness, the feistiness, the, the flattering words, all of that is how a man could get seduced by a harlot. But these are the things that a lot of times we don't we don't even pay attention to. As a servant of God, you gotta pay attention to it. Because you might be going through you might have a wife at home and then all of a sudden y'all going through a rough patch. But then it's a harlot, it's a strange woman at your job, and she doing all of these things, but you not thinking. You not seeing it for what it is. She giving you compliments, she smelling good every day, she doing all of this, and before you know it, you know, you done got hooked. And that that leaves room for error. But we got to understand that this is this is how this this is how seduction happens. It all it it starts with one thing and it's, it it just it it builds upon something else, and it's all done with with subtlety, with craftiness, you know, to lure you in. The man has been seduced, but he's been seduced by a harlot, and the book tell you that hey, her house is the way to hell going down to the chambers of death. So whatever, whatever, whatever good feeling he gonna, he, he gonna get from land with her, what it leads to is hell and death. And this is what we got to pay attention to. Um, let's go to Genesis three and we're going to pick it up in verse four, because we want to deal with how Eve was seduced or led astray by Satan. And um, Brother Solomon, I'm going to let you go first on this one, brother. Genesis 3, and we're going to pick it up at verse 4. Because Eve was persuaded or led astray or seduced by the presentation that Satan brought forth. The way he presented himself to her is what is what drew her in and deceived her and, and seduced her or led her astray into doing the wrong thing. So 
uh, Genesis 3, and we're going to pick it up at verse 4. Uh, Brother Benai, when you get it, go ahead, bro. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Go ahead. And when a woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. Yeah. And, and from that moment, she was cooked like the guy, like the guy in Proverbs, you know, uh, the moment that she was zoomed in, it was pleasant to the eyes. It sounded good. It, you know, it really looks like the same scenario, but just from a different, you know, from a spiritual standpoint, knowing that this is Eve speaking to the serpent in the garden, uh, you know, there was, you know, and reads that, that uh, he lied to her because God previously had told us that we, we were going to die if we ate of the tree. And so not, you know, flattering lips, the flattering lips in Proverbs, he flattered. He, he told her what she wanted to hear in a sense, you know, uh, she let her guard down. She wasn't paying attention. And, uh, and it, you know, this is a great example from the very beginning of the Bible. Um, and this is, and to put it in a different perspective, this happened in the beginning of the Bible. Our life and our life, we're going to have to deal with these advances from different spirits, from seducing spirits in different, whether it be a job, whether it be at home, whether it be, well, you know, out with a friend, whether it be whatever the situation is. You know, you're going to have to recognize these characteristics early in the situation to be able to avoid the destruction that comes with it, brother. Yes, sir. And sisters sisters need to pay attention because even though this this was uh this was satan with his devices this is how sisters get get caught up with the these these uh uh the wrong kind of brothers uh-huh. right because the brother gonna be he, he he gonna be pleasant to the eyes he gonna be about six four or whatever <laughs> you know you know, two two forty. He he gonna have uh he gonna have nice shoulders and arms, and then that that right away he pleasant to her eyes. And then don't let him you know have a decent vocabulary, because she gonna say, oh he's so smart, he's so intelligent, but he probably ain't intelligent. He he just know enough words to, to fool you. He got his script uh-huh. down packed. You know he got his he, you know he got his script down packed. You know, he really not intelligent, but he can he can make it look like he can make it sound like he is. But this is this is what this is what gets this is what gets decent sisters in trouble because they they immediately fall for the guy who, you know, he 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 looks nice. And, hey, you know, we understand the physical is something that you you going to deal with. But he looked nice. And then if he if he can talk well and he sounds intelligent, you you just sister you just head over heels you just jump right in but not understanding that this is how he's seducing you this is how it happens Mm -hmm. it got to be more than just because he can he can talk well he's intelligent he seems intelligent and and he's and the man is nice looking to you 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 got to investigate 
you can't just you can't you can't just 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 jump in head over heels because this is how the wrong kind of man will seduce a sister who probably is 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 a nice humble sister but she going to get with this guy because hey he knows he knows how to he knows how to seduce her mentally and then once you once you once you get with the guy and start dealing with the guy you find out he ain't nothing like that he's a total opposite you know because he, he he's crafty so we just wanted to touch on the, the physical side before we really start to get into um you know before we start to slowly get into uh being you know seducing spirits and doctrines that people get seduced and led astray by doctrines and things like that let's go to proverbs uh 17 and we're gonna read verse 23 proverbs 17 and we're gonna read verse 23 when you get it brother go ahead A wicked man taketh a gift out of the bosom to pervert the ways of judgment. So he's telling you again, that's why the Lord told them uh, when he brought Israel out of Egypt, he talked about, hey, don't 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 take no gift, you know, because a gift when you doing judgment, don't don't take no gift because a gift blinds the wise. It 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 it, it gives you uh, all of a sudden you got a bias because somebody didn't gave you a gift. So that ain't supposed to be, but he said, this is what a, what a wicked man does. He's going to use that gift to pervert judgment. But man's political system is set up off of giving gifts. You know, you got, you got companies, you got lobbyists that collect all this money from uh, companies for these camp, for, for these politicians. And now, you know, if somebody donate three, four million to your campaign, now you gonna feel obligated to try to help their cause. But a gift, it perverts the way of judgment, and a wicked man knows that, and that's what a wicked man is gonna do to lead you astray. You know, everybody that's everybody that's nice to you ain't being nice to you because they're a nice person. You got to understand what they what they motives are. You know, everybody that want to give you something, you know, how you how do you why you know you know how do you know the reason? What what's the reason that they want to give you gifts or they want to give you all these things? Because maybe they trying to pervert your way of thinking, or they trying to lead you astray into doing something. Because that's what people do. Uh. Beniah, you got a scripture in James, the first chapter that we going to go. Yeah. To. So let's go to James one. And I'm going to pick it up at verse 13. James one and 13. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God for God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempteth he any man. So, oh, go ahead. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. So 
Every man is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Now, we read and we were looking at being seduced. But if you look at the definition of seduction or seduced, uh, to tempt is a synonym, meaning they can be one and the same. So every man is tempted. Every man is seduced when he's dealing with his own wickedness that he's fighting, when he's dealing with his own lust. That's when you're really tempted. You're not tempted when you're truly trying to walk in the spirit of God. You're tempted when those chinks in your armor come out. And we all got chinks. But you're tempted when you got to deal with your weaknesses or your lusts. Um, next, let's go to Proverbs. Okay. Proverbs 12. And let's pick it up at verse 25 proverbs 12 and we'll start at verse 25 heaviness in the heart of man maketh it stoop but a good work word but a good word sorry maketh it glad so this is just something that you know proverbs has so many things it just applies to uh the general nature of how to deal with man but this is just talking about being make giving a good word. But what we really really want to get to is this 26. Go ahead. The righteous is more excellent than his neighbor, but the way of the wicked seduce seduceth them. So we just spoke about when you're dealing with your own lusts. And this is alluded to back here in Proverbs 12 and 26. And it's it's this is even shown with Mother Adam and Father Eve. They desired something and the, the wickedness that was the things that they desired, it seduced them. Now you have to be careful because if you are wicked, you're just going to be seduced by even more and more wickedness. And the things that you do is going to be worse and worse, but the wickedness, it, wickedness is, is seducing to those who, uh, who are wicked and all of us have some sort of evil in us. So all of this actually goes back to the basic battle, which is, are you going to serve God? Or are you going to be persuaded to be disobedient? That was the definition of seduce or seduction, to be persuaded, to persuade, to be disobedient, to be persuaded, to get off track. So all of this goes back to what you're really trying to be. I know that the Lord talks about either make the tree good or evil. And I wanted to read that because it lets you know that we have to choose what we're going to be, because if we're if we choose, keep choosing wickedness is going to add to more wickedness. But all we're going to choose to be good and fight that wickedness that's that's in us all. But if we deal with that wickedness as far as like going and continuing to do it, it's going to seduce us even more and more. And it's just going to add to the evil that we do. And And that's why it's hard to. Once you start down the wrong the wrong path, it's gonna consume you. It, it it just gets harder and harder for you to come back from that, because that wickedness that you're doing is continually seducing you to continue in sin, to continue to do more wrong. And the longer you, excuse me, the longer you go doing that the harder it's going to be to stop and turn around and start doing righteousness again. And this is what Israel's problem was. Israel's problem was is that they did wrong for continuously so that 
it got to a point where hey, they just refused. They they couldn't they couldn't find their way back. Like when they told Jeremiah, hey, you know, as far as the word of the Lord, uh, what you just told us, we ain't going to listen to you. And they told him, look, we going to keep burning incense to the queen of heaven. We going to keep doing what we was doing because they had they had been so seduced by all of that and, and led astray to, you know, thinking that that was the way that that, that they should be. That when the word of the Lord came, when it, when, it, when the word of the true and living God came, they totally rejected it. But this is how this wickedness seduces you. Let's go to um, Proverbs sixteen and, and Brother Hissamak. Yeah, definitely, Brother. Uh, uh, true yes, Proverbs sixteen and verse twenty-five, and uh, I I think that this goes well following what you said. Um, when you go, it's hard to pull a plane out of nosedive. It, it, it's hard when that plane is in the tailspin. It is hard to straighten it again, and I think this scripture um, sums it up perfectly. But it's Proverbs sixteen and verse twenty-five. But now, when you get it, brother, go ahead and read it. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And I think that sums up so much um, when we even look at Adam and Eve. Uh, in the guard would say that it's a lot that might seem right to you. you know I've heard a lot of stuff that possibly if you had no other knowledge if nobody showed you it might appear right but I know the ways thereof is death it's a lot of scams and schemes and hustles out here that might seem right if you don't know better but the Lord is merciful. He can open our eyes and we can see things clear. Uh, but the end of that stuff is death. The end of that is destruction. We, we got to kind of keep that in mind because people that seduce, uh, people that uh, take advantage or prey on people, whether they in a church or whether they do a Ponzi scheme or whether they uh, at a job, whatever they at, you kind of need to have your eyes open and your brain working and things focused right to see that the ways um, of, of a lot of things will lead you to death. It'll lead you down a path that you don't want to be down. It'll lead you uh, in harm's way. So uh, to me, that's an appropriate scripture when we're talking about being seduced, uh, when we're talking about being led astray. Uh, it's a lot of stuff that's seen right. But a lot of stuff <laughs> ain't nowhere near right. And and, and that's a good point, bro. You know, uh, it, yeah, it's a whole a whole lot of things sound good, whole lot of things look good, but they ain't. But when it comes to serving God, they ain't good at all. Yes, sir. They, they it's all about you know they they leading you to they leading you to damnation. Let's go to uh, let's go to Second Peter the second chapter because we want to start to look at now, you know what roles that you know false prophets play in seducing people because it, it, you know anybody that's called a minister or calls themselves a minister or a preacher or whatever or a prophet you know they kind of get a certain level of respect mm -hmm. even from people that don't even know them yes sir you know if if you have been recognized by somebody as look that's that's a preacher 
then people automatically, a lot of people automatically, they give you this level of uh, uh, respect and they, they look at you a different way. Uh, they tend to, they're going to tend to trust what you say, believe what you say over somebody else who's just, you know, an average Joe. But false prophets use this. They use that to seduce people uh, to doing all kind of things they should not be doing. So we got to understand that that's one of the, as far as being spiritually seduced, you know, false prophets are the ones that are doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they they the main culprits. You know, these are the ones who who use their um, title to to lure you into doing things that are just really not godly. And that's what we're gonna read about here in Second Peter, the Second Peter, the second chapter, and uh, we're gonna pick it up at verse one, and then we're gonna skip. Uh, go ahead, brother. Second Peter, the second chapter, and read verse one. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privately shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And skip down to verse three. Go ahead. And through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you. So now he's saying with covetousness, through covetousness, because that covetousness, like we've talked in past podcasts, a whole lot of sin starts with covetousness. Mm-hmm. But it's these false prophets. They covetous, and they know that most people are filled with covetousness because we all, like Brother Benai was talking about earlier, we all got uh, certain things we lust after. Every man drawn away from whatever he lust after, you know, they use that. This is how. This is what they. This is what they do. This. This is why you get false prophets. Take. They. 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 They rake in all this money because they know the people sitting out there. The majority of them covet after money. Mm-hmm. So what better way to get your money than to tell you? I know how you can get money. More money. Give it. Give it to me, and I'm gonna show you how. You could be you could be prosperous. Mm-hmm. But those people, they already know these people are coveting after money. Mm-hmm. So this is what they use, and this is what's happening. Through covetousness, shall they with feign words make merchandise of you? So, you know, th- that that's the game. Uh finish verse three, brother. Shall they make merchandise of you? Whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. Skip down to verse 13. And shall receive the reward of unrighteousness as they that counted pleasure to riot in the daytime. Spots they are and blemishes sporting themselves with their own deceivings while they feast with you. He said, look, they are sporting themselves with their own deceivings while they feast with you. Understand what's happening. This is this this is how this uh uh seduction and being led astray happens. Hey, they gonna hey they ain't gonna hide it. You know they they gonna they gonna they gonna make it seem like it's right. You know, and they gonna make it seem like hey, there's something wrong with you if you ain't doing it. If you ain't if you ain't got if you ain't got what I got, then you, you ain't doing something right. 
you know that's why you got all these people thinking like the like like the lord had a uh, had it written that you know they assume that gain is godliness mm-hmm. that's because you got the false prophets who covet after that telling you yeah you know if you ain't got if you ain't got you know money or you ain't got this then you know you ain't doing something right so they making people believe that having gain is somehow uh showing their level of godliness and it don't have nothing to do with that go ahead brother 14 having eyes full of adultery uh-huh. and they cannot cease from sin now he's showing you again they got eyes full of adultery and they cannot cease from sin these are people who ain't trying to stop sinning. Mm-hmm. But he was talking, he was talking about false, these certain false teachers here. Mm-hmm. Because that's what we started talking. That's what we started off. He was talking about the false teachers. But they got eyes full of adultery and they cannot cease from sin. They just head long into sin. They they can't stop. Go ahead. Beguiling unstable souls okay beguiling unstable souls again when you beguile somebody you you entice them you lead them astray you seducing them into a certain way of thinking or a certain way of of being so they beguile who unstable souls people that don't have direction these are the people that they gonna seduce that they gonna beguile go ahead and hearts they have exercised with covetous practices. Cursed children. So he said, now they got a heart that they have uh, exercised with covetous practices. So instead of exercising righteousness in the heart, they exercising covetous practices. These are the ones that are seducing the people. Go ahead, brother. Which have forsaken the right way and are going astray, following the way of Balaam, the son of Basur, who loved the wages of unrighteousness, uh-huh. but was rebuked for his iniquity. The dumb ass speaking with man's voice forbade the madness of the prophet. Go ahead, brother. These are wells without water, clouds that are carried with a tempest, to whom the mist of darkness is reserved forever. So they end is the end we've been reading about. Mm-hmm. Since we started, the end, the end is 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 hell, is is death. It, it ain't that there is no light at the end of this tunnel. How people say, at the end of this is death. Yeah, go ahead, brother. Reverse uh, eighteen. For when they speak great swelling words, they of vanity, they allure through the lust of the flesh. So again, the- again, they gonna speak what great swelling words of vanity. You gotta understand a pattern. The pattern of being uh, seduced and led astray is always going to be some smooth talk involved in it. Just like with the harlot. Now you tell these false teachers, they going to have great swelling words of vanity. In other words, they going to appear to have all, you know, this, this vast vocabulary. They going to sound intelligent, but what they saying don't mean nothing because mm-hmm. it ain't going to have nothing to do with God. Mm-hmm. But they they using that to 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 pull you in, to beguile you. So they speak these uh, great these great swelling words of vanity. They allure through the lust of the flesh. That's all they gonna present to you. They gonna present to you 
how you can have the lust of your flesh and people can't see it because people don't people don't know what to look for but these these false teachers that's what they do mm-hmm. they're gonna always tell you about how you can get and obtain the lust of your flesh the lust of your heart that's what they're telling you they ain't telling you thou shall not mm-hmm. they, ain't, they ain't talking about that mm-hmm. they ain't telling you about it going to the lake of fire if you if, if you don't stop committing adultery if you don't stop lying if you don't stop stealing that ain't even in the conversation. They got eyes full of adultery. <laughs> and that's why they can't tell you that. Cause they 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 the very things they don't want to they ain't gonna tell you uh uh to stay away from, those are the things that they doing because that's how they operating through covetousness, mm-hmm. through adultery, through sin. And they and they and they dragging the people, they seducing the people with this because they gonna tell you, I know how to, I know how you can have the desires of your heart. All you got to do is keep, keep, keep coming here. Keep, keep listening to me. And I'm going to tell you, and the people go for it because they just don't, they just don't understand that this is, this is how this, this is actually, you actually being seduced into going against the word of God. Finish, uh, start at the top of verse 18 again, brother. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lust of the flesh, through much wantonness. Those who are clean escaped from them who live in error. So this is how this is how this is how it happens. This is what false prophets do. It ain't nothing different today. Everything we just read, all you got to do is watch watch the false prophets on TV. Listen to what they saying. It's the same thing. Uh, Brother Solomon, you got a scripture. Yeah, you know, um, before we get into that, Ezekiel, though, I wanted to touch on, like you said, the MO is there, man. The the protocol, you, I mean, the characteristics, you can see it clear. And in Genesis, uh, you know, it did speak about, um, let me just read it real quick here. In 7, it said, uh, you know, um, that she saw that it was good for food and it was pleasant to the eyes. But this part here, and a tree to be desired to make one wise. That's where the flattering words come in. Because you can't be wise at just looking at somebody's physique. You know what I mean? Like, you have to get some information to be considered wise, to know something. Mm-hmm. So, although it didn't spell it out in Genesis 3, um, that, you know, that 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 it was words and it didn't spell it out. But you can clearly see that Satan used the same exact MO. Uh, something nice to look at. It sounded good. And it was, you know, flattering lips or or how they called it, you know, all the lies and whatnot. So that's something I just wanted to point out before we get into this Ezekiel. And now Ezekiel okay. is uh, Ezekiel 13. Ezekiel chap- uh, chapter 13. And it ain't nothing new. And it's all through the Bible, you know. Uh, we are getting warning after warning after warning after warning. It's going to be very easy to be deceived if you don't read the Bible, though. Mm-hmm. If you read the Bible, it's going to be very difficult to be deceived because they break it down in so many different areas and so many different perspectives that you got to not want to see it mm-hmm. or, or not want to be obedient to it, you know, one or the other. Mm-hmm. But we're at chapter 13, and we're going to pick it up at verse 2. Son of man. Prophesy against the prophets of Israel that prophesy, and say thou unto them that prophesy out of their own hearts. Mm-hmm. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Thus saith the Lord God, woe unto the foolish prophets that follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. So so when we can you know, 
we're going to skip down now, but what he said, you know, what he said, that they prophesy out of their own hearts, out of their own lust, out of their own wants. This is something that they coming up with on their own, you know, and, and it goes both ways. We're speaking right now spiritually, but they're hand in hand because it's the same spirit that manifests these actions physically. You know, it's the same spirit at the end of the day. You know, the, just like uh, that adulterous woman said, my husband's not home, that that preacher has adulterous eyes. He's looking for a woman who husband at home. You know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and Satan waited until Adam wasn't around. He waited until her husband wasn't home. It's the same spirit when you look all the way across the board. And then it does says also it says that follow their own spirit. So you know this is not the spirit of God. This does not come from God. You know, this comes from within man, and man need to check that spirit, you know, um, because anybody can fall for it. You know, we're gonna pick it up, skip down to verse six. And let's keep it going there. Uh, get some better understanding. They've seen vanity and lying divinations. And saying the Lord saith and the Lord hath not sent. The Lord hath not sent them. And they have made others to hope that they would confirm the word. Mm -hmm. And they're hoping. The others are hoping in them. Others are putting the hope in, in the person, though. Keep that in mind. They're not putting the hope in God because if they was putting the hope in God, they would be using God's word to double check what everybody says in life and every scenario in life. But instead, they put the hope in the people. And the people are lying, saying lying, divination, and saying that the Lord has said, and the Lord didn't say none of it. The Lord didn't say it. Keep going, verse 7, brother. Yes, sir. Have you not seen a vain vision? And have ye not spoken a lying divination? Whereas you say, the Lord saith it, albeit I have not spoken. And they say it all the time. I woke up this morning and the spirit told me. I woke up this morning and the Lord told me. Break that devil neck. And they just make a, a mockery out of it. They make a stage. They, you know, they're on big stage. They make this whole big scenery. And But they ain't teaching you nothing. They ain't telling you nothing. You know, and at the end of the day, they just getting you for all you got. You're walking out dumber than you came in, especially when you're dealing with these, uh, uh, these churches, man. Uh, verse 8, go ahead, brother. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, because ye have spoken vanity and seen lies, therefore, behold, I'm against you, saith the Lord God. And they're not going to prosper because the Lord see exactly what they're doing. They see exactly what they're doing. And a lot of people might say, well, why wouldn't the Lord stop it? You in there because you want to be in there. Keep that in mind. You got a choice. You can read the Bible for yourself and filter it out. The Lord, the Lord stopped all the BS in the Bible. If you read the Bible, you don't have to worry about being deceived and being taken advantage of. So we can't put this on the Lord. We got to put this on our own lust and our own mind. We follow in our own hearts and our own spirits because that's what the Bible is also telling us over and over and over again. That there's part of us that is falling victim on purpose and we've got to refuse to be victims in this. Mm -hmm. uh, pick it up that next verse, brother. Verse 9, I believe that is. And mine hand shall be upon the prophets that see vanity and that divine lies. They shall not be in the assembly of my people, neither shall they be written in the writings of the house of Israel, neither shall they enter into the land of Israel, and ye shall know that I am the Lord God. So consequences, you're not going to be in the kingdom if this is the spirit that you're dealing with, if this is the spirit that you're practicing, if this is the spirit that you're putting yourself under. You're going to fall short. It leads to death. It leads to destruction. And finish that verse 10 there, brother. Because even because they have seduced my people, saying peace, and there was no peace, and one built up a wall and lo, others daubed it with untempered mortar. So you have now been smooth, seduced by a smooth operator. 
That's what he had. What that's what they keep doing. They are smooth people, smooth words, battering lips, good to look at, sound wonderful, sound great. It's just like such a beautiful moment. For destruction, and then they say peace, you know, and, and, and but it's no peace. Oh, it's gonna be okay. We gonna get away with it. No, nah, no. Nah. That's why you hear stories about husbands get home and they and they shoot somebody that wasn't supposed to be in their house, staying with their wife. That wasn't no peace, you know. This and at the end of the day, the Lord said, His hand shall be upon the front. His hand. They ain't gonna. This is not gonna end well. For anybody that's participating, whether you being the donkey that's being led to the slaughter. Or you the person leading the donkey to the slaughter. This is not it's gonna be death and destruction at the end of this process. You know, and this is you know, this is nothing new. I wanted to bring this out because it, it goes hand in hand with everything. We're definitely on one accord in this scripture, and the scripture is confirming that. Absolutely. So we gonna we gonna move right along because brother Solomon, you gonna uh mm -hmm. go to go to first John, first John the second chapter. But we 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 trying to get the, the listeners to understand we are talking about we are talking about false prophets we are talking about people who claim to be preachers and 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 who 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 like to be considered uh spiritual leaders um these are the ones that are seducing people and leading them astray you know this is that spiritual seduction mm -hmm. These are those seducing spirits. That's it. Don't lead nowhere but what we've been reading about the whole podcast. It, it, it leads to leads to hell and destruction. Leads to death. There, there's no there's no positive outcome. So, like Brother Solomon was saying, you know, at some point you got to pick up this book and you got to read it and you got to understand. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't always just count on the 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 minister to tell you what thus say the Lord. You got to know it for yourself, because you got those out here who purposely gonna lead you astray, because they so con consumed with sin and covetousness and adultery and all of that that they could care less about actually helping you gain salvation. All they care about is how to make merchandise of you so they could keep getting the things that they want. But we go on to first uh, John, the second chapter and picking it up at verse 22. And you get it, Benaiah, go ahead, brother. Who is a liar, but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. He is an antichrist that denieth the father and the son. Whosoever denieth the son, the same hath not the father, but he that acknowledgeth the son hath the father also. Let that therefore abide in you, which ye have heard from the beginning. If that which ye have heard from the beginning shall remain in you, ye also shall continue in the Son and in the Father. So I want to just interject real quick. Those three verses right there, it clearly is making the point that the Father and the Son are a team. It is the, the duel. It is, you know, uh, what they would consider Elohim. You know, they're together in this. And it says from the very beginning that they have been together, okay? And he said, and let this remain in you. So don't don't forget that the Father and Son are together. And I want to point this out for a reason. Keep reading, brother. And this is the promise that he hath promised us, even eternal life. Mm -hmm. These things have I written unto you concerning them that seduce you. Now, 
I, you know, I wanted to make a, a specific point about this because there's specific doctrines out here that say the New Testament is no good or the, the, the Jesus is not the son of God. That is exactly what they're doing with our doctrine. They are splitting up the son and the father. They are seducing you. They are telling you smooth words and flattering words that's going to lead to your destruction because John made it a point. And, and he made it a point to let them know that Jesus and the Father, the Son and the Father are together. They come together and don't let nobody spit it up. And that those who do, they're trying to seduce you. So I wanted to just make that point because there's specific doctrines that you want to look out for out there. So if anybody tell you that, you know, the New Testament is no good or the Son is not the Son or something like that, that is, that is a, this is proof that that is a lie that that is lying and divination or whatever else, you, you know, any other way you want to put it, flattering lips, and, but it's definitely, they're trying to seduce you. They're probably going to make it sound good. They're going to do like Satan and try to use certain scriptures and twist them to their own understanding and, and throw you off the case. But that is not. This is very clear. The son and the father come as a tag team duo, and they're not to be split up. And I wanted to point that out specifically. Yeah, so understanding that he he started off saying uh who is a liar but he that denieth that jesus is the christ mm -hmm. so he, he's he's putting he's putting a, a a label on it you know what i mean when when somebody coming and they telling you hey that jesus ain't the christ you know he 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 is not he is not the one then that instantly should have you have you uh taken note of that person because that's that's something that people use to 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 seduce people um it, it's 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 been like that for for a long time and it's it's is is more so now because you know people get um they feel empowered when you know they deny him because they think that they doing something they 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 think that they're doing something uh righteous or that you know they got some special knowledge because they don't believe but you got people out here who are teaching that, but it's all seducing you because no matter what, it still ain't it still ain't gonna help you, especially if you is real. It ain't gonna help you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, worshiping the stars and understanding astrology ain't gonna help you one bit. Uh, when the police, when you got police officers killing black males, when you got black people killing black people every day, how has knowing the position of uh jupiter gonna help you and don't none of that mean nothing but you you got these people these you know super africa people they gonna they gonna tell you all oh, man ain't none of that real man and you know it all come from this and that okay but now what's the answer for my my community and my people being oppressed for all of these years it definitely ain't found in uh it definitely ain't found in astrology it ain't it definitely ain't found in no no african wisdom you can find mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it ain't found in none of them mm -hmm. they've been practicing that for years brother and it's still look what the situation we in exactly the same same thing you, you just your situation just getting worse and worse mm -hmm. so but this is what people use because it's something that it's something that's going against the grain so to speak you know you got all these you got all these people confessing the name of Christ and then you got some people who's who saying man that ain't real it's going against the grain now it's like okay yeah i'm going to go with the people 
I'm gonna go with this side right here because we opposing that. But that's one of the that's one of the things that seduction does. It draws you in to do something that shouldn't be done. Mm-hmm. It's 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 causing, and in this case, it's causing you to rebel against the one who you gonna have to you gonna have to see him. You gonna have to deal with him. But he's putting a label on it. He's letting you know now. This is who is a liar, but he that denied that Jesus is the Christ. And then he said, look, these these things have I written unto you concerning them that seduce you. So he's putting that in the same, same, uh, same light. Mm-hmm. He's letting you know, I'm talking about, I'm telling you about those that's going to seduce you. That's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to separate Christ from the whole, from separate Christ from the whole story, separate Christ from salvation, separate Christ from being truth. Yeah. And that's how they're going to get. And they try to tell you, give them power. It gives you power. They act like you breaking a chain when you break that. No, you put yourself in bondage to the world when you separate from Christ, because now, you know, you're letting man dictate your truth, not God. Mm -hmm. And you putting yourself in bondage to sin and death. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, if you ain't if, if if you don't come under the blood of Christ, then you don't, you don't have right to the tree of life. Mm-hmm. So you still in bondage, like the Lord told him. Hey, um, if you don't believe I'm here, you gonna die in your sin. You ain't got nothing coming. Mm-hmm. So you in bondage. You, you in bondage to sin and death. When you deny the Son, when you deny Christ, that's what you're doing. But these are what seducers do. They 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 try to make you like like brother solomon just said feel empowered that you rejecting the one who can give you who who's who can give you eternal life mm-hmm. so but let's move on let's go to uh galatians one and we're gonna pick it up in verse six and brother hissa mac you're gonna talk about talk on that yes yes sir man i just man you know um this follows perfectly with uh brother solomon uh scripture man um you know it you got to be well and, and seduction and manipulation, deception is all out there with Christ's name on it. And, and, and you got to have your spiritual eyes on. And when your spiritual eyes is on, you can see it. But we in Galatians, the first chapter, and we're going to pick it up at verse six. Galatians one and verse six. Brother, for now, when you get it, go ahead and read, brother. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you unto the grace of Christ unto another gospel. And that's that's crazy. Like, I, I'm seeing people get this truth and then, you know, I'll be like, well, okay, you know, how you remove from all this truth when somebody ain't trying to fleece your pockets, somebody ain't trying to abuse you or take advantage of you, somebody that's trying to say, hey, this is the way we go towards salvation. Come on. And let, let's read this book together. We're going towards salvation. And sometimes you remove to another gospel. But continue reading verse seven. Which is not another, but there be some that trouble you mm-hmm. and would pervert the gospel of Christ. Mm-hmm. Keep reading, brother. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you, then that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. And, and that's, they said, let him be accursed. If they come Anybody, I know, and I love you, brothers, and we got a different relationship. But man, we—if if I see one of us doing something like, man, what's wrong with? Them? 
His brain is something wrong with his brain. His brain ain't working today. Because again, we've been reading, thus said the Lord for years. We've been showed, thus said the Lord for years. If 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 something come and somebody preaching something else unto you, hey bro, what's man, get, go over there with that. Don't come over here. Verse um nine, brother, continue reading. As we said before, so say I now again. If any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. And and I think that's that's key because there's a lot of gospels being preached out here. The majority of deception happens in Jesus Christ's name. They ain't telling you, come, let's worship Satan. You know, the, the Sunday preacher, the preacher, you know, in a Pentecostal church saying Jesus, but it ain't correct. The, pe- the preacher in the Baptist church saying Jesus, but it ain't correct. People telling you, you ain't got to keep God's commandments. That's not correct. People telling you, you're going to heaven. That is not correct. We got to understand that deception, the majority of deception that happens, even Jesus warned you himself in Matthew, the the 24th chapter said, if they come in my name, they ain't going to come in in nobody else's name. They're going to come in his name and deceive many. We got to understand that Paul is giving these Galatians here a warning about that. Hey, man, watch the bad doctrine. We can talk to you good stuff. We can talk to you the word of God and truth and honesty and purity, not for filthy lucre, not for no big name for ourselves. We taught you this so you can save yourselves, so you can deliver yourselves, so you can go out there and be fruitful uh, in this word amongst the brethren and the sisters and start to build and start to recover people out of the snares of Satan, out of his devices and out of his trap. That's why this is a strong warning. And Paul gave a lot of warnings to a lot of those people that he went to. But this is one warning, man, that I thought was just perfect for what we're talking about, this seduction. Yes, sir. And, you know, doctrine, you know, definitely, man, We that's the doctrine is going right along with 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 the person that's a deceiver because mm-hmm. they, they 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 definitely gonna come with a different doctrine because they got to pull you away from the truth they they gotta but but they gonna tell you they gonna give you some other doctrine and they gonna make it sound good yes, sir. and that's how that's how it works let's go to mark 13 though and brother solomon uh is gonna speak on mark the 13th chapter and be picking it up in verse 22 and we just looking at the different the different devices, the different things that are being used and that will be used to seduce people, to lead people astray. We we've been talking about physical things. Uh, we've been talking about you know smooth words. We we getting into doctrines, but some other things are gonna happen that's gonna seduce people also. And people not a lot of people ain't gonna be ready for it because they ain't been. They haven't been paying attention. And this is how, at the time appointed, this is it's gonna be a man that's that's gonna deceive. He's gonna deceive a whole lot of people. Because he's gonna do things and people ain't gonna ain't gonna have never seen it before. And they're gonna assume that this this man is God. And it, it's it ain't gonna be nothing further from the truth. But because people ain't ready, people don't understand how you get seduced or deceived. They don't understand the devices. They don't understand the ways that it happens. They're not going to be prepared. Go ahead, Brother Solomon. 
Yes, sir. We're going to pick it up at uh, at chapter 13 and verse 22. Mark 13, and we're going to read verse 22. Go ahead, Benaiah. For false Christ and false prophets shall rise and shall show signs and wonders to seduce, if it were possible, even the elect. So, you know, a couple ways to look at it. One, this is really just speaking about the end time and, uh, you know, before the great tribulation is coming in and, and everything is pretty much going down on that end. Um, but it says false Christ uh, and false prophets are going to arise like we read earlier, too, or like we spoke on earlier, that people are going to come saying that they're coming on Christ. And it says, but they're going to show signs and wonders. So they're going to be doing some stuff. They're going to be doing things that are, are, are considered not normal. You know, they're going to be seeming like they didn't crack this code. They're going to be giving signs and wonders like like they just ran into this enormous, brilliant something truth. But it's going to be the farthest thing from the truth. It's just going to seem like the truth. And one of the reasons they're going to get away with it is because people are going to be in a, an emotional state at this time. And if you go back, that's the same MO. This spirit deal with people that are caught up in their own emotions. You know, that, that are, he's going to probably use people's own wants and needs or, or, or wants and lusts uh, to, to seduce them. You know, but it says that they're going to be um, showing signs and wonders to seduce. And if it were possible, even the elect. And why does he separate the elect? from everyone else. Well, because the elect know that they keep this word tight. They read the Bible and they're going to recognize the same characteristics that we are showing you here today. The same characteristics that we've been reading from Genesis all the way through this Bible already. Are we already know these are the characteristics we're going to continue looking for in the end times. When someone comes with flattering lips, showing you some great signs and wonders, something beautiful to look at, something nice to look at, maybe an image of something they set up. You know, some like that you know i'm looking for it and that's why if it were possible they would even uh 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 seduce the elect but the elect is on the lookout for it and we're trying to warn everybody here that's listening today be on the lookout for these characteristics if you're not used to thinking about your life and thinking about your situations and interactions with people from this lens if you start you'll see the difference and the quality of the people that be around you you know, uh, so keep that in mind. And this is something that I want to point out because it's going to go down. Absolutely. Signs and wonders. You know, they're going to do things that people, some people going to consider to probably be miracles, mm -hmm. you know, and still you got to know what the word of God says. You got to know what thus said the Lord. Mm -hmm. You get, you have to understand how this seduction, how this being led astray how it happens, and again, what what ways are going to be used because that's going to be one of the ways. It's going to be with, with, with signs and wonders. You you can't, if you're a person that, like Brother Solomon said, you're in some kind of emotional, you know, you're always in some kind of emotional uh, uproar. When you see these false Christs do this, then you're you going to fall for it. You gonna fall for it. You, you, there's no way you are gonna be able to resist because you gonna you gonna figure this person just did something that I ain't never seen nobody do. So they must be who they say they are. Mm -hmm. But it's all seduction. You have to know the will of God. You got to understand the word of God, and you got to understand the plan of God, which He laid out in this book for us to understand and know what to look for. 
And this is one of the things to look for. Let's go to, um, we're going to go to Colossians, the second chapter, and Brother Hissamak is going to talk about that. Yes, sir. Colossians 2 and verse 4. Colossians 2 and 4. And again, this Paul giving another warning to some people that he's been teaching. And throughout his travels, because he traveled all over um, Asia and all about in journeys, teaching people. But he had to teach you with truth, and then he had to give you a warning. And let's look at one of the warnings that he, he gives. This is Colossians 2 and verse 4. Brother Benet, when you get it, go ahead and read, brother. And this I say, lest any man should beguile you with enticing words. And that's what I think what happens. Seduction, like we read with that woman with flattering lips, like Satan did to Eve, it's enticing words. I mean... The words are enticing. And if your spiritual eyes are not on and your brain is not working, you can be seduced. You can be taken advantage of. You could be led astray. And the goal is for you not to be led astray. And people lead you astray with the word of God a lot. The word of God is our foundation for truth and salvation and instruction and righteousness. But people use it and they manipulate to lead you astray. Skip down to verse 8, brother, and read that. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. Mm -hmm. After the tradition of man, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. And again, he expounds on this. Through philosophy, vain deceit, after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. So it's a lot of stuff out there you're going to see. It might be somebody talking, well, the sun was made this day or this was did this. It's all vain. The false prophet telling you, man, you're supposed to have all this and you're supposed to get this and the Lord wants you to have this. Somebody might come and say, hey, man, this has been our family tradition for years. That we do this, this day, and we're going to keep doing it this day. I don't care what you read in that book, but it's going to pull you away from Christ. You got to really understand seduction and the... The, the destroyer is looking for people who want to serve God to get them in any way possible. He's trying to throw a snare, a trap for you. He might work through your family, your friends, your coworkers. You have to have your spiritual eyes open so that you don't be deceived, so that you don't get seduced, so you don't get led astray. And the end of this seduction and or being seduced is to lake a fire, the ways thereof of death. You know, so you really got to be paying attention. Absolutely. And, and, you know, that's what most most doctrine is, you know, most of the you know, most of the uh, uh, doctrine that, you know, they like to put on TV is is philosophy. It's philosophy. You know, it ain't it ain't no they they doing very little, very little uh, expounding out of the scriptures. It's just somebody sitting out there giving you a whole sermon on their philosophy mm-hmm. and that ain't going to help you. That, that that ain't gonna help you get into the kingdom because the Lord deal with obedience. Yes, sir. So you know, philosophy is what it is. It sounds good, but if it if it ain't leading me to be obedient, if it's not helping me change my mind to be obedient to the commandments of God, then it ain't helping me as a servant. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just something that sounds good. Yes, sir. And I think people people have to understand the difference. Yeah. There's a difference between something sounding good and then something 
uh, actually being correct. Yeah. When it comes to the word of God, we know the word of God is correct. If somebody got a philosophy on something, that's fine. You you could you could speak whatever your your philosophical point of view, but but when it comes down to it, you got to deal with what thus said the Lord, yes, not the not somebody's uh, philosophical point of view of what they interpreting as what the Lord supposedly said, yeah. because that's those are the ones that the Lord is against. Yeah. You know, you speaking out of your own heart, yes, but sir. you ain't speaking the word of God. Yes, sir. So we're going to move right along. We're going to go to uh, Second Thessalonians, the second chapter. Yes. Uh, second. Brother Hissamak. Yes, sir. Second Thessalonians, the second chapter. And this is um, like one of, this is the chief seducer. Um, if most people don't know, man, this is the man of sin. And, uh, you know, this is, he, he got his, his seduction tactics from his father. And from their father, you know, his father uh, is, uh, they got their doctrine from Satan. They got this doctrine from Satan. Um, so you you really got to pay attention. But this is chief seducer right here. This is 2 Thessalonians, the 2nd chapter, and we're going to pick it up at verse 2. Brother Benel, when you get it, go ahead and read. That ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us that the day of Christ is at hand. Mm -hmm. Keep reading. Let no man deceive you by any means for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition. So right here he said let no man deceive you by any means. Don't let nobody deceive you by any means. And then you got to see certain things. Most people ain't looking for the falling away. They, they see some things happening, but they don't know, man. The falling away started a long time ago. But that man of sin being revealed is key. Most people don't know who the man of sin is. And for the listeners, if you don't know who the man of sin is, the man of sin is the Pope. It's it, it just everything we think holy comes from wrong. But that's the furthest thing from thus said the Lord that can be on the planet. This guy gave you Christmas when God never celebrated Christmas. This guy gave you Easter when Jesus never did Easter. This guy gave you Sunday. He gave you going to heaven. He gave you, you don't have to read the Old Testament. He told you all these things that was contrary to thus said the Lord and you getting salvation. Because he served Satan. They deal with deception. They deal with things that you can't even start to understand, but they got them from the, the tra traditions of their father who passed down paganism and other paganism, and they just put Christ's name on it. We, this is the chief seducer. I don't care if he's nice, I don't care if he's smiling, he got death on his mind. He don't want you to go into life everlasting. He wants you to burn. So, brother, right now you can skip down to verse 9. And when you get it, brother, go ahead. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. Mm -hmm. So he's going to have, so when he get revealed, he's going to have some, some power and some signs and lying wonders. But his coming is after Satan. Keep reading verse 10. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And... You know, we've been out here, I've been out here for years and talking to people. When I tell people, man, you know, that you ain't supposed to do certain things, not that I'm trying to stop you, 
I'm just trying to inform you because I was informed by somebody. I received that as love. Somebody was trying to help me like, hey, bro, don't, you know, you shouldn't do that. Or, hey, bro, this is what God say. Or, bro, this is what the book say. Or, brother, this is what this say. They received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. They made a willing choice at this point that they ain't want to deal with no truth, that they might be saved. But here comes the consequences because you ain't want to hear truth and thus said the Lord. Verse 11, brother, go ahead. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusions that they should believe a lie. Now, this is the, the part that really kind of, that always get me. God sent them the strong delusion. God sent them so they could believe, so they, so that they could believe the lie. I can tell you all every day, man, you can't read December 25th out the book. It's Jesus' birthday or that they feed any of that stuff. But the delusion, and because they want to believe it so much, and these are church folks, they they just, oh, no matter, we still going to celebrate. Yeah, we, we still going to do it. Because they hated the truth. God sent them a strong delusion so they can believe a lie. Keep reading, bro. Yep. Verse 12. That they all might be damned to believe not the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. And that's key, too. That they... God sent the losing so that they could be damned because they didn't believe the truth but had pleasure and unrighteousness. This man of sin leaves with that. He tells you so much contrary to God, it will blow your mind. When I read in the book that they did the Sabbath day and not Sunday, my jaw dropped. When I read in the book, December 25th, one in here, my jaw dropped. When I read in the book, I wasn't going to have it that the kingdom was going to be set up on this earth. My jaw dropped because I had been deceived. My parents was deceived. Their parents was deceived. The deception is so deep and the seduction is so deep, you won't even. So when somebody come with the truth, you be like, oh, you just write it off. You You don't try to ask questions or investigate. You write it off. But this is the chief's seducer. He put it out there with those policies and with that doctrine that say we worship this and we do this and we do this. You don't even know you serve and say, but God, since you won't serve God and you hate the truth, God sent you that strong delusion so you can believe a lie, so you can be damned. God, you don't want to believe what truth is? Man, give him more delusion. Put a little bit more in this cup so he can drink more delusion. So he can be out the way more absolutely and and that's what we bringing this podcast down to letting the listeners know in the end if you just choose not to deal with the truth then which what's gonna happen is is you gonna get that you gonna get that strong delusion from the lord from the true and living god mm-hmm. being that that's not you know being that the truth don't have no place with you then he gonna give you that strong delusion, and this is this is where we going. Well, this gonna be the last scripture though. It's gonna be the last scripture, but we we gonna go to Romans one, and we gonna pick it up at verse eighteen. Romans one and eighteen, because this is where we bringing it all down to. We bring it down to at some point, if you want to believe these things, the Lord gonna fix it. He gonna fix it. So you seduce with 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 the lies and the untruths because you don't want to deal with 
you didn't want to deal with the truth when it came to you. So you like lies, you like the, you like wickedness, then he gonna turn you over to it, mm-hmm. and you are gonna be consumed with it. And this is this is the part. This this is the side of this is the side of God that people don't even understand. Yes, sir. Don't even know about. Yes, sir. You know, when I have pe- people don't understand that 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 the Lord would do you in. Yes, sir. Um, we had a couple of more scriptures, but we already pressed for time. But we gonna read this Romans. But you you got to get in this book and understand that when you cross the Lord, He will send you strong delusion. When he wanted to, when he when he wanted to, uh, when he wanted to get King Ahab, he sent the lying spirit, yes, sir, into the mouth of of, of all them prophets. I believe it was four hundred prophets, mm-hmm. and they all told Ahab, "Yeah, go up because you're gonna prosper." But it was a lying spirit because the Lord Ahab had crossed the line, yeah, and the Lord yeah. said, "Hey, who, who gonna persuade him?" That he go up to Ramoth Gilead and fall. You can go to second Second Chronicles. Uh, the 18th chapter and read about it. But the Lord will send you, the Lord will do this to you. The God that everybody say, you know, he love everybody. I don't know about that. Because if he loved everybody, why would he send you a strong delusion to make you believe a lie? Mm-hmm. People not ready for it. Uh, but uh, let's go to Romans 1, brother, and uh, pick it up at verse 18. You get it? Go ahead. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. So he is talking about those who hold in the truth in unrighteousness. This is what we're talking about. You know the truth, but you holding it in unrighteousness. That means you still going to do wicked regardless of the fact that you know the truth. Verse 19. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God hath showed it unto them. So the Lord has showed it unto him. He has showed them his word. He has showed them his knowledge, his understanding, whether, you know, uh, by them reading a book on their own and understanding or a somebody who understand coming to you and bringing you the word of God. You know better. Skip down to verse 21. Go ahead. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Because you got people out here. They understand scripture, they understand, but they still gonna live their life how they feel like they're gonna do it. But what happens is you become vain in your imaginations. What happened? They heart, they foolish heart got darkened. The brain turned off. You know the truth. The Lord showed you, but you still choose to do do the do it the way you want okay this is when the lord starts to turn you over to what you what you like turn you over to what you want skip down to verse 24 go ahead wherefore god also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts go ahead to dishonor their own bodies between themselves so the lord gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts We've been reading about this lust through the lust of the flesh is where a lot, whole lot of this uh, uh, seduction comes from. It's through the lust of the flesh. A man is drawn away and enticed uh, with the things he lusts after. So you lust after this more than you desire to serve God and be obedient. The Lord going to give you up to it. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. 
who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. So they changed the truth of God into a lie. This is the, this is what false prophets do. They change the truth of God. This this is what false Christ and all these so-called people who got some spiritual enlightenment. This is what these people do. They'll they'll give you the name of Jesus and they and 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 they'll go through all that. But at the end of the day, they taking the truth, like Brother Ahisamak said, and they turning it into a lie. With that doctrine, mm-hmm. with that seducing doctrine, they turn it into a lie. So since this is how you want to live, this is what the Lord is going to do. And I want people to understand, the listeners understand, this is what this is what God is doing to these people. Yes, sir. Go ahead, brother. For this cause, God gave them up to vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. So now all of a sudden, here you have here you have homosexuality coming into the picture. But this is what God is doing. Mm-hmm. He said, "Now women, uh, they they uh, they did change the natural use into that which is against nature." Go ahead. And likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the women, burned in their own burned in their lust one toward another. Men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of the error which was meat. Then he said, "Men with men." They burned in their lust one toward another. People don't understand the damage of lust. Mm-hmm. You cannot control lust. When you feel with lust, if you just let it go, you can't control that. Mm-hmm. You will do anything. Mm-hmm. You will do whatever to fulfill that lust. Mm-hmm. That's why the word of God is there to warn you, thou shalt not covet. Yes, sir. So you understand that once you start going that way, you you need to cut it off. Yes, sir. Once your mind start going to cover, you need to stop it. Yes, sir. You don't let it. You don't let it go because now you consume with it. And like we was reading that scripture earlier, now it's 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 gone. You you can't even bring yourself to turn back. Mm-hmm. But these ones who knew the truth and they still gonna be disobedient. This is what the Lord going to do to him. He turned them over to this. He turned them over to this. Since you like, since you like the lust of the flesh and that's all you living for here. I'm, I'm, he, he gave it to you to where now you just out there doing things that are against nature, doing things that are against the word of God. But the Lord is turning them over to this. Go ahead. And even as they did not like to retain God and their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. He says, so now he gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things that are not convenient. We just read, uh, Brother Hissamak just read where the Lord make it so that they believe a lie. Yeah. But this is what happened when you cross, when you cross God, when you cross the true and living God and you know better and you continue to cross him, and you continue to deny him and you continue to walk after the imagination of your own heart, mm-hmm. this is what happens. Mm-hmm. The Lord will turn you over to all of these unclean, vile things because you chose to deal with uh, uh, things other than the word of God. 
You like seducing people. You like leading people astray. You like dealing with things that's not in line with the word of God. Okay, we're here. You take it all. And now the Lord can gave you a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Mm -hmm. he, he will fix it so you believe a lie. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens when you out here, if you one of the people out here and you are a seducer and you are one who leads people astray, the Lord is going to fix it to where ain't no coming back for you. Mm -hmm. And in, in, the end of it, in the end of it is death and hell. And that's all to it. But we want to end the podcast here. Um, but I want to thank the listeners for joining us on the Biblical Resolutions podcast again, which is brought to you by the House of Jacob Bible Study Class located at 2515 East 75th Street in Chicago, Illinois. The topic of today was seduced and led astray. We looked at how it is a person can be seduced. We look at we we looked at seduction from being seduced in a physical sense, like uh, something sexual. And then we also really touched on spiritual seduction, which comes in many different, different ways. Um, so that you can understand that seduction is, is more than just a physical thing. It is really a spiritual thing. The, the seduction that you need to pay attention to most definitely as a servant of God is to make sure we're we not being seduced spiritually by Satan or Satan's ministers or people that use the same devices to try and lead you astray. Because all we have is the word of God. That's what we have to keep us on the right path. If somebody can pull you away from that, then you, you don't have nothing. If somebody can pull you away from that, from, from, from the word of God, then you in trouble. I don't care how much you know, how much you thought you knew, you in trouble. When somebody can seduce you or lead you astray to not being obedient to the word of God, you are in trouble. The end of that is death. So I want to thank the listeners and we hope you will tune in with us on the next edition of the Biblical Resolutions Podcast. Peace in the mighty name of Jesus.